Hello, everyone. Jeff, 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 Hello, everyone. This is Bernie Burns. This is, this is, this is, this is Bernie Burns. Bernie.com. Bernie Tasmania. Hey, hey, hey. Jeff Ramsey. Hey, hey, I, I, I got the beer. You fucking cunts. Stupid bitch. You know what? Fuck it. Gusterola. Gusterola. Come at me, come at me, come at me, bro. My car was sunny side up. Fuck. Fuck. Come at me, come at me, come at me, bro. I was right. I was right. I was right. You were there. You were there. I don't think you were there. This podcast is brought to you by Audible.com, the internet's leading provider of audiobooks with more than 100,000 downloadable titles across all types of literature, including fiction, nonfiction, and periodicals. For a free audiobook of your choice, go to audiblepodcast.com slash roosterteeth. And now we're doing the podcast. All right. <laughs> that was a fantastic intro. That was fantastic. Yeah, it's pretty good. I, wish, man, I wish the guy had left his username on the site. Uh, I think he just wrote his name as being Tom. I am so fucking musical. Holy crap. <laughs> it was weird, though. For yeah. Gus, your section, you were just talking. It was just like Gus Sorolla. <laughs> didn't do any changes. Come, come at me, bro. That's how come, Gus does come, it. Come at me, bro. That's going to be my head now all day. <laughs> if it's better than drunk tank, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, apparently, the, the yeah, yeah, yeah was actually Jeff from a, like an Awu or something. Oh, really? Yeah, I, like, I, I found oh, yeah, I think I found the guy who made that one on like on Reddit or something like that. He was that's, talking about that it. That did sound familiar to me, actually. Yeah, uh, yeah. What was his name on the side? Oh, I said it the other day. I forgot what it was. Yeah. Some Super Cow. Yeah, that was there, that there, there is a Reddit sub th- uh, subreddit of Rooster Teeth, and I, I, f- I found something there. So. Really? Yeah, I didn't know that. Kind of cool. How you doing, Gus? Good, good. We just got back uh, a couple days ago. It's late last week from the from Las Vegas for the IAW TV Awards. Yeah, I just realized I'm the only one who didn't go to Vegas in this room. Yeah, we got, uh, and you have no problem with that, right? No, Joel. And I, Bra- no, I don't, I don't have the money to go to Vegas. So honestly, at this point, I'm fine with it. Joel and Brandon are in here with me. Y'all were at the show as well. Yeah, we were. It was, a, it was a pretty good show. It was a, good, it was a great show. It was a good trip. Re- Rooster Teeth won Best Animated Series for a little show we have called Red vs. Blue. Perhaps you you've heard of it. check it out. It's on our website. The, uh, I'm What's the website address? <laughs> Roosterteeth.com. I'm looking at the trophy I knew, over there. I knew we were going to win. I, like when they had – like w- during the ceremony, they ran into a little bit of a technical glitch when they were announcing the nominees. And as soon as they hit the technical glitch, I was like, well, that, we've won. because we have we have you know me bernie and matt going back from the beginning of time anytime we've ever had a showing anywhere anything there's a technical glitch so Mm. as soon as the technical glitch i was like oh we're gonna like for you technical glitches are a good sign well i don't know what to say that's that's us that's us i don't know how it is it's your omen that's how you that's how you live your life though like you have a series of technical glitches around you at all times it's amazing i can get anything accomplished i surf i surf technical glitches (laughs) surf them (laughs) You know, there were uh, different nominees were allowed to make videos introducing all the categories, and we made three for, I think, best writing. And they're, they're a lot of fun. We we're happy with how they turned out. And then they I came that, to present our awards. I was like, oh, who's going to do it? What are they going to be like? And it was just kind of a blank screen. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like really, it was like slow audio. It was like, yeah. like, like, like you, didn't, you said you didn't hear Red versus Blue. But I was like, no, no, I heard it. It was Red Blue. <laughs> Dogs everywhere knew exactly what was going on. Yeah. We should say that the, the technical glitches were were too pretty Min- bare minimum. And bare I, minimum. I, I yeah. think the, the whole show was just fantastic. Yeah, no, and a lot that, of really talented people. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that was the best produced 
uh, internet award. I mean, it's 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 it's, it's the first <laughs> the best year. produced internet award you know, show. I'm not. I mean, it was it was it was well done. It, it was really, really well done. Yeah. Before the award show started, you know, it was in a theater, so there weren't there wasn't any place to get liquor in the theater. There was there so were, I ran out to like a there's like this little cash bar they have set up like across the hallway. Cash bar. And I was in line waiting, and like the line was kind of long, and. I was, I was standing there waiting, and there like this girl with big boobs standing next to me. Big boobs, and I, like I kept looking put, at her. Put that in the remix. And uh, <laughs> and uh, I was like, "Who's that guy? She's with that guy looks just like Kevin Pollak. That's really weird." <laughs> <laughs> and then so I'm waiting, waiting, you know. And then uh, I get my drink and go inside, and then there he is, motherfucking Kevin Pollak. Kevin Pollack. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, it was he?" Kevin. Was fucking great. He, he was hysterical. Joel told me Rick Fox was there too. Yeah, Rick Fox was there. Rick Fox sat behind me. Rick Fox was uh, used to be on the Lakers. He, uh, yeah, he, I, oh yeah, yeah. He came. I came across him. Uh, we came across the cash bar at the same exact time. I boxed him out. Who's <laughs> <laughs> I boxed him did, out, man. I was did he, you rebound the line. I, 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 I boxed him out. He, he totally let me in. Was, there. was, was Vivica A. Fox there too? Is he? Are they? I don't know. That's his wife. Oh, really? I That's didn't where know. she gets the fox from. I, yeah. No, yeah. Oh, see, I didn't know that. Yeah. No, there was a lot of there was a lot of people there. There's a guy. I'm a big uh, financial guy. So yeah. Jeff Mackey, who none knew you guys, you, know, no, no one knew about, about him. I, had no I was idea like, I was like, oh my god, that's Jeff Mackey. Had a big like. I've never seen Joel Giddy. <laughs> I was good. He was awesome. I didn't get to meet him. I saw, I saw Freddie Wong there. I was like, oh, look, that's the guy who makes the videos I like. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was, there was, it was a lot of people there. It was great. Yeah. Felicia Day was there. She was adorable as always, uh, running across the stage. She had two-foot high heels. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that. I'm trying to walk with a pretty heavy award. So Kevin Pollack, I thought he walked that line between making fun of the award show and having fun with it. Like, it's, I know that's hard to really explain, but it didn't feel out of taste. Yeah, what's funny I, is, like, when he was on stage, like, and he was talking, he was like, man, he's really killing, he's really funny. Like, they, I, I, like I was like, did, you know, who wrote all of his material? And I turned back and looked at the teleprompter, and he was totally off book. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, he was oh, anywhere That's what made it so great. It's just like he was just in the moment, just I, nailing it. He yeah, was fucking funny. I felt like the other person up there with him didn't know what to do, though. No, she, yeah. but that was the thing. Like, she <laughs> genuinely didn't know what to do. Because it, it was scripted, and her stuff that she's supposed to say doesn't make sense anymore because he's not saying what he's supposed to say. And they also had pre-recorded Siri. Uh, recordings that would interact with these guys, and at one point he just ignored the line. So nah, he, he said a reaction, he worked, he worked his reaction, and it just made no sense. He's he like, "Yeah, I, I didn't do, I didn't do that line." <laughs> it was great. He was just fantastic. It was a great thing to end with. Yeah. So, I, I'm inspired by careers that are just going off of book and make no sense whatsoever, but yet are successful. That's like the subtitle. <laughs> Those guys are my heroes. Right? Guy's my hero. Joel he's Heyman off do, the book. He's just gonna fucking roll with it, man. I love that guy. So, do you guys have any more shenanigans in Vegas? Anything interesting? We happened? after we won the award. How did there was there was did you guys by go the way, party like just like hold your no, hold your award. It was, and it was walk funny because I wanted to go. I wanted to meet Jeff Mackey. He was backstage. I was like, yeah. oh, I hope we win. We go backstage, and so we won. And there was like it felt like there was eleven of us backstage after we went stage and we exited stage and you go back and then like and then we were in the we were in the heart of the casino where I was like, this is it. This yeah, is our time. We were, this is like our that, time. we were like walking through the access tunnels and stuff. Oh, like, wow. We were like Ocean's Eleven. That's where like Al Baldwin beats the shit out of people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, this is the time. Our nine year scam. Of trying to put Reg- to to rob the casino has worked perfectly. <laughs> the, the slow the slow burn. The yeah, slow burn. Except Joel didn't say it until we were out of the Long access tunnel. Like, no, I was in. I was in there. Like, I was like, come on, like, come let's on. find the money cage. I was money I was cage. Like, oh my god! I was like, let's go get the money cage. And but no one, no one. Followed. Well, now they're on to you now. So next year, even if you win, they're not going to let you go back. Unless oh, this is an elaborate nine-year distraction from the real plan. Ah, it's just a long. Yeah, it's a long. You just got to stick with it. I don't know. It, it was a successful trip for me, though, regardless. So I'm yeah. happy. You stayed, was, you stayed an extra day, right? Because you were supposed to come back on Saturday, and I get a text from you like, oh, I'm staying another night. Yeah, I went down at 9 in the morning. The, the day I was supposed to leave, my, my flight was like noon. I went down in the morning, and I started playing blackjack, and like drunk people came or whatever. I was like, I'm having a great time. 
I'm not leaving. So I'd like made some last minute changes. Like I'm gonna stay. It was great. Nice. nice. Yeah. It was the first time I won money on a gambling. So trip. you you were and we, I got we out immediately. Yeah, immediately. I told you that in New Zealand. In New Zealand, it was like you were ahead for a little bit. I said, stop. I got up three hundred, and you're I, like, no, I, stop. I was like, stop, was like, stop, like, stop. You didn't like, you no, stop. I quadruple my money. No, yeah. So well, you got, was, what were you playing? Um, I played blackjack, and then I sat down, and I won very quickly in slots. And I got. I was waiting for Monty and Carrie to go to the bathroom, so I was like, I'll sit down in the slot machine, and I won. I won a little money, and they don't gamble. But they came back and they saw me win well, in can't slots. Let's, let's, let's clarify. Carrie cannot gamble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they see me win in slots and they're like watching it. And then uh, I'm like, okay, guys, you mind if I spend like 10 minutes at the roulette table? And then I won 60 bucks. And then their minds start spinning. And then eventually Monty sits out of the slot table, loses 20 bucks instantly. Carrie gives me a little or I maybe might have had money representing Carrie <laughs> and um, lost it immediately. So nice. they ran to that trap, man. Wait, so you? So lo- I lost other people. You money. lost their money. That, that, that's how you I do it. I did not man. lose mine. Okay, I, I'm sure they're giving you like shifty eyes. Like, wait a minute, he just took our money. That's yeah. it. He was in. No, I feel okay. I felt so bad for Kerry because Kerry's 20 years old going to Vegas. That's just cruel. He had a great time, he had a great man. Time. It's well, not cruel about that. That's so mean. No, why is it mean? Going to that's like that's like going to it Disney was, World, not letting a kid go inside. Like, it was like, it's right there. Look how awesome that is. Dude, but can't play it was like family place. But there's other things to do. Like tons of people. It was like a family place. It it's is personal adventure uh, time. Well, Gus, is, not, is, <laughs> is Vegas not a big place that people take their families? I think MGM Grand. I think it used to be. I don't think it's yeah. as much anymore. No, it's definitely in a way. No, if I you would, have kids, don't take them. Yeah, don't. Yes. I wouldn't say Leave that you, you, you have a bad time. I mean, you can go to Vegas, not gamble. It's like a fucking fantastic Yeah, 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 just as long as you leave your yeah. kids at home. I don't, Otherwise, I don't, I have a terrible like, time. I really, <laughs> I, I really don't gamble, but I still have a blast every time I go. Yeah, yeah it's great. The thing is, um, Carrie was always with me when I was gambling uh, by the tables on the casino floor, and every single time I sat down and got carded, and I was like, I do not understand. I've never been carded before. And then I look around, and I see, like, you know, Ken looks like a 14-year-old boy. <laughs> Carrie looks like he's 12. You're going to buy him a pack of smokes? I was going <laughs> to bum because I didn't get carded. I used to get carded like just two, three years ago, and I'm not getting carded anymore. This is very worrisome for me. I don't like that. <laughs> I think I think we went somewhere. You you and I, Joel, we went somewhere one time, and I got carded, and you did Or no, no, you got carded, and I didn't. That's what it was. Yeah. I was like, wait, what does that mean? It's a little frightening for myself. I went to the uh, Planet Hollywood for this, this little industry party, uh-huh. and as we were walking through it, I saw they had girls dancing with n- barely any clothing in front of the blackjack tables. And I was like, this is the most genius thing uh, I've they, ever seen in my life. They do that at Caesars sometimes, yeah, too. That's like, they call it like the Pussycat Dolls area or something like that. And they I have stay like, away from all those uh, tables because those are all the bad tables. Yeah. Don't don't go there. Don't go there. Let's imagine how long till the very distracting. How long till the dealers are doing the same thing? It's like right in front of you. Well, they have like lingerie dealers and stuff like that. Do they? Yeah. Where the suite? Where is? Actually, I want to say Planet Hollywood actually had those. The room I was staying at, I I stayed at the Aria, was like overlooking the strip, and I could see like right across the street from me, right below me, was the Planet Hollywood pool, and I was like, oh, I wish it wasn't January. (laughs) (laughs) It's like the middle of winter, so it's pretty much empty. How, How was the wind? I was at the Aria. Oh, you were at the Aria. How was it? It was awesome. Uh, oh, I mean, that's right. You stayed at the Aria. Yeah. Oh, see, I Aria's stayed at the nice. Aria one time. They have computer. If computers ever yeah. decide to take over the world, you do not want to be at the Aria but when every, that happens. Every, they control was everything. Computer control. Like, yeah. like, in, like instead of an alarm clock, I had a tablet next to my bed, and from the tablet, you could control everything. Yeah. Like, all of the lights, all of the TVs, all of the windows, and when you set your alarm, you specified, like, I want the TV to turn on, turn to this station, I want the lights to come up to this brightness, mm-hmm. I want those windows to open. It's it's crazy. And then, like, when the alarm goes off, it's just like... That's like, awesome. Oh. I had this subtle, yeah, the subtle, like, fade in. Yeah. You know? they. I was staying at the RE one time, and I was um, taking a poop. 
<laughs> and Jack comes in my room and is like, hey, lights off. And then no, 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 I was no, no. in <laughs> total darkness no, that's not, in that's the not bathroom. Was. And I was the, like, Jack, was, and he was like, ha, ha, ha. But no, no I was, there was, was a button. Black. Next to, there's literally a button next to the bed that says good night. And I was like, what's the good night button? Do we hit it? And like the, the curtains close and the lights yeah. slowly do. I'm like, oh, that's cool. And then you're Joel in the bathroom. I mean, at one point you do something so many times you could do it with your eyes closed and your lights off. Why did you even need the lights? I yeah, come on, I man. Need, you need lights. No, need lights. Need lights. Yeah, you do. It's really. I, uh, all right, next time Brandon goes into the bathroom, I'm tripping that breaker, <laughs> shutting those goddamn lights off. Uh, I did the same thing to my wife. She was in the bathroom. Oh, yeah. and I was like, "What does the good night button do?" Exactly. She's like, "Hey, I'm in here." I was like, "Oh shit." <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that room was was uh, was kind of. I crazy. love those rooms because they make you feel like a king. Yeah. Or like back in the time where they there were so many people in Europe, they had serfs, just uh, like tons of them, and you just did everything for you. Yeah, it was uh, it was it was it was great, but it was it was it was definitely super like technology heavy, um, and definitely a little scary. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, like what Joel said, like what if like the computer quits working? If or- the computers turn on humanity <laughs> and you're in that hotel, you're dead. You're dead. Yeah, that's it. I mean, yeah, it was not good. Even was the there a pa- front desk, like a powered by Skynet bumper sticker. <laughs> it could have been. Uh, I want to say something real fast. I want to I want to remind you. That this podcast is brought to you by Audible.com, the internet's leading provider of audiobooks with more than 100,000 downloadable titles across all types of literature and featuring audio versions of many New York Times bestsellers. For our listeners, Audible is offering a free audiobook to give you a chance to try out their service. <laughs> what? I said that all wrong. For our listeners, Audible is, give, is offering a free audiobook to give you a chance to try out their service. One audiobook is to consider is, uh, I've been, I'm reading the Steve Jobs one. Uh, anyway, for a free audiobook of your choice, go to audiblepodcast.com slash roosterteeth. That's audiblepodcast.com slash roosterteeth. I get all my literature from audible.com. <laughs> no, actually. <laughs> How about you guys? It's funny. I had no idea that Gus was going to talk about this today. I had no idea this was going to happen, but actually, yep. I have like five audio books. Well, this I is have audible. News. I have five books. So, people, people are asking me, they're like, what books? They're like, oh, Joel, you and your crazy financial conspiracies. I have five books I got off audible.com. <laughs> so, <laughs> so anytime I hear you listening to some financial thing, I always thought it was a podcast. It's like you're listening to like audible.com stuff. I have books. books. I got. What do you listen? What what are those? Right, the five books I have. I have, I have uh, the Big Short, which is awesome. I have Boomerang, which is awesome. I have Crash Proof, and then uh, there's Peter Schiff fooling some of the people all the time. David Einhorn and Too Big to Fail by Ryan Rod Sorgan. I've listened to all of I've flown eight times in the past twenty days. I've flown eight times the past twenty days, and that's what I do. I listen to those damn books whenever I'm. Are there, I picked up the. You know, I signed up for the free trial, and you get like one book. You know, during people the free get, trial, and you should get the Big Short by Lewis. My, I got this. I got. I got awesome. the Steve Jobs biography. That's what I've been listening to. Nice. Really? Are, are there options for the narrator? Like, is, can can Morgan Freeman do it? <laughs> no, like, <laughs> like a, it, it or the guy who does the Harry Potter <laughs> voice. <laughs> it, 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 it's whoever read the book. This could be a new job for us. Yeah. This would be a new job for me. It's reading like, books. I want caboose to read them. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be a different experience. <laughs> it's like when people want you to do like their their navigation or their GPS. That's the there's, same, there's same another kind of Joel, you're a genius. Caboose reads Jane Eyre. God. Have you? Have you? Are you into that Steve Jobs book? Uh, I'm, I'm still. It's like, was it like a thousand pages or something? Yeah, it's like, then it tells you how long it is. I think they said that audiobooks like almost 14 hours or 13 and a half Jeez, hours. Wow. I'm like an hour in, I think. I read it. It's, it's really good. Oh, I read yeah. it while I was in New Zealand at the Pony Farm. You know, yeah. not being electrocuted by Bernie. Okay. I do not trust Bernie anymore. He, the waitress You're came learning. by with free drinks and she was just like, or he was just like, why don't you grab that? It's a free drink. And I just looked at him and I looked at her and I looked at him and I just let it pass. <laughs> I'm so, I'm so afraid. Well, hey, we kind of glossed over this. So this is, this is a big deal. This is the first ever Rooster Teeth podcast that is officially sponsored. Yes, we actually have a sponsor. This is the sellout 
episode of the Rooster Teeth Podcast. <laughs> Welcome to the salad episode. This means, uh, this means we can eat. We can all get Maybox, right? I can finally get that pizza. Hey, I can finally get um, that fucking pizza. That, one thing, if you have the iPhone version, do you, do you just listen on your uh, laptop or do you listen on your phone? Joel? I listen to my iPhone. Because it's got, it's got uh, achievements. What? Like, what? Yeah, there's uh, there's different badges you can get for like different things that you do. I guess like the amount of books you listen. It tracks. Oh, it also dude. tracks like how much, how long you've been listening. What? And has like graphs I showing to all that shit all the way to New Zealand. If you go under my stats, there's like a. Uh, uh, different levels you go and you can scroll and you can see the different My stat, different wait a minute, stuff. where's my stat? It's at the bottom of the app. Oh. I, I like Joel looking at technology. Joel looking at technology is like, like a monkey off. holding a rock. <laughs> like, huh? Wait, what? Oh, I smashed with yeah, this Yeah, that monkey's thing. about to stick that rock in your... <laughs> but I figured, like, I'm in the car an hour every day driving to and from work, so it's like, oh, it's, it's really easy. I mean, what, normally I listen to NPR, but oh, fuck, I'll just listen to a book. There you go. No, fuck, well, why cool. would you listen to... NPR, fuck that. They're the <laughs> enemy, <laughs> anyways. <laughs> That's when they have their their, uh, their financial news on. Is uh, the market, NPR the market doesn't have stuff. financial news? You should listen. That's they all. think they have financial news. Well, really? Is it good? No? It's okay. Is yeah. it? Yeah. I don't know if I trust. I mean, it's a uh, you have to approach it. Maybe knowing a little more. If that's all you listen to, you're kind of screwed. All right, you got to you got to have Fran- a little back. A little France got downgraded knowledge. on Friday. France and who else? A uh, bunch. A bunch of people got downgraded, but France is the biggest because yeah. they were uh, Slovenia and Slovakia. Slovenia. Did. <laughs> Didn't Slovenia weren't they the ones who fucking drug their feet? Uh, and oh boat? yeah, they were. They were like, we don't want to go down with you. <laughs> and, and, we're, we have a good. Shut up, shut up, Slovakia. <laughs> you're dead. Like, you're dead too. Like, no, I'm okay. Nope. Drag down with the rest. Like of the them. Swiss. Like the Swiss were like back in the day. They're like, yeah, this euro sounds like a bad idea. I'd rather not participate. You know, and it's like, and they're like, and they didn't participate, and they were fine, and they were their economy was doing great, mm-hmm. and they didn't pay to the euro, and everything was great. Everything was great. Now something. Now all of a sudden they're like. Yeah, I guess we have to peg to the euro. <laughs> and now their central banker is getting replaced. And it's uh, – euro is going to kill everybody. Well, what's the long-term plan with Greece? Like are they just going to blockade it? Or are they just going to let it go day by day by day? The what's, long-term what's... plan with Greece is that the people of Greece are going to riot and shoot each other and it's all going to collapse. That's the plan. Sweet. That's Yay. the plan. And then and everyone gets Greece euros. Mm. And then I don't know who's who's going to be next. Do you think that they'll uh, revert to the drachma sometime this year? Or do you think they'll stick it out? Uh is, is I, that their old their old currency? Yeah, if they default, then they'll they'll be kicked out of the eurozone. They'll have to go back to the drachma. Yeah, I don't know. I think they I think they will get kicked out. Of that the sounds eurozone. like something which is radical. Call. That's a radical call I'm yeah. making. That's a radical call, but I'm making it. You I called mean, it. Well, because the thing is, ultimately, it doesn't matter if they stay in the euro. Everyone's doomed. If they get out of the euro, everyone's doomed. So it's like, what flavor of doom would you like? Mm. Everyone's doomed. I like Joel, chocolate. Joel, you're such a positive guy. That's what I like. About it's you. reality, brother. It's reality. Oh, slam it on the table. Okay. Slam slams the table. Out. I watched uh, Moneyball the other day. Finally, pretty good movie. That's a good movie. Uh, yeah. I don't know. How I, I, I really like that, that movie. Yeah, it was it was really good. It's uh, my, my wife watched it too. I didn't think she would, but did I, she like it? Yeah, she thought it was she thought it was a good movie. Brad Pitt is like, in every single scene he, in that movie. He, like, well, at one point, you realize he's just like every 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 single scene. I yeah. don't remember who said it. It might have been Bernie, but man, he is start he is really starting to look like Robert Redford. He is. It was that scene. <laughs> they did that, they did that, that uh, spy movie a long time ago where it was like all the marketing was Robert Redford and Brad Pitt on the on the on the roof of some building like looking at each other and it was like that was many years ago. I was like they're starting to look like a mirror. So look like yeah. each other. It's just it was almost like he was handing off the reins. Yeah, yeah. To I don't know. Did you watch Golden Globes by chance? Yeah, I did. Did he? What's Brad Pitt walk around with a cane for? Like he's like, I don't look cool enough. I need to have a cane with me at all times. That's what it is, right? It's just like I, th- I thought he borrowed it from someone. Did he? Ha- no, he's walking around with a cane. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know if he's got a limp or something like that. But he's transitioning. Clint Eastwood went through the same thing, right? He's got to like you know, craft out a new uh, image. Does he have gout? 
I, I will say one one cool thing. I don't know if you guys watched all of the Golden Globes, but um, uh, the the red carpet or whatever was, was uh, Ricky Gervais. He, he was pretty yeah. funny. He didn't the, seem to have the teeth that he, he had last uh, well, year. Maybe but it was still he, maybe good. caught some heat. Yeah, he he didn't. It seemed like he didn't go after people that were actually there in the audience as much yeah. as he did last year. There's some funny stuff. But anyway, uh, back to Brad Pitt at the uh, the red carpet when they were walking up. One really cool thing I think is pretty suave is uh, Brad Pitt got out of his car and like waved off the guy who was opening the door, and he opened the door for Angelina Jolie himself. That was pretty slick, I think. So if that's your wife opening the door for your wife, that's smooth. Gentlemen, take notice. Do you open the door for girls? I absolutely do. Really? I, I do. I believe in equal rights. Jack is a little... Uh... They can open their own goddamn door. <laughs> That's right. Ladies. I started in life. Can you believe I'm married? I, 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 started, <laughs> I started in life with the Gus camp, but I've slowly been moving to the Jack camp. Really? But I'm probably entrenched in between you mm-hmm. because you you go you you go crazy. What does you, that you, mean? You 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 just there's something wrong with you. There's just something wrong with you. It's, it's, just, it's like it's well, like we when you, it's oh, like yeah. it's like mini golfing with okay. you. It's like I'm we're with a group of people. There's like seven people, and it's like, hey, what do we all want to do? And Jack goes. Let's do mini golfing, and and all six other people are going to go. No, I don't want to go mini golfing. And Jack's like, "All right, mini golfing it is." <laughs> it's like, "No, no, you're not. You're not listening to us." He's like, "Mini golfing it is," and it's just. But you'll open the doors to everyone for on their way to the mini golfing. You get in this thing where you're like, "This is what I'm going to do,", do and I? then you just do it, and then that's it. This, you're the same thing with this, like uh, your automatic pilot with a girl, but it works. You're probably right. It's it works sometimes, not all the time. Though. Well, no, no, no. I mean, what are we what are we saying? Works. I mean. I don't want to give an implication to like, oh, you hope open a door for a girl and then you get sex. No, no, That's no, what we're no, no. Well, I mean, being a gentleman, <laughs> it, it, it could lead to it, I guess. Yeah, it, it, it could. It, it's it's already brownie you, points. Are you slipping them a couple what, hundred what, when you do it? What do you mean <laughs> it always works or doesn't always work? No, I mean, is that, is that your goal? No, that's the whole point. Is like, the whole point to open the doors is to have sex with them? <laughs> you open that door to open another door. I mean, I, that's not the reason why I open a door. It depends who you're opening the door for, I suppose. No, that's it's all about earning brownie points and like being like a and good those, guy. Oh, being right, and the brownie points earn what at the end? You can trade those in for. You know, a bigger prize. You can write a book. Bigger prize. At some point, you're like, I have enough brownie points. I have enough brownie points. You trade two teddy bears. You get the big, the big yeah. giraffe. Anyway, is that code? You like, just uh, want, you just want that. That's all you want. You just want to, You just that's it. You just want sex. One you track want lots mind, of man. <laughs> sure. That's a, yeah. So okay. you guys talked about um, the night that Jack got his his award, right, or his accomplishment with all the beers. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, saw yeah, you, yeah. I saw you wearing that shirt the other day. They, yeah, they yeah, give yeah. you a shirt, I guess. Yeah, they give you a shirt when you get it, the big 50. Yeah. Well, I came out. There's like four or five of us, and, you know, Jack's really proud, and it's, it's, you know, not my thing, but I I understand. You know, he put in a lot of money, a lot of time. That was really cool. And they have his little you know, oh, form right. that he fills there. out, you yeah. know, and he takes it, and the waitress comes in. He's like, guys, this is so awesome. I'm really excited. You know, we're excited for him. He's like, let's get shots. He ordered around shots for everybody. And then the waitress walks away, and then he points to all of us, and he says, but you're paying for your own. <laughs> Like looked at him and I was like, I didn't even that, love that, that. I never even said yes. That was a mini golf moment, right there. I was like, shots for everyone. You're all paying. For like, you know what? You know what? A band with a bunch of trumpet players. Like, send you know, them the Should I trip them? Uh, trip them all twenties? See, it's the uh, easy part is to shout to everyone. Hey, this exactly. blah blah blah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. oh, isn't, isn't that the exciting part though? To buy drinks for people? That's not exciting. That's spending money on people. Those that, that's what you wanted. <laughs> that that yeah, round, that, brownie points with those people. Yeah. That round of free shots cost me like a hundred eight dollars. Well, <laughs> think, think of it this way: at least that probably means he's not trying to have sex with you. Probably, probably a good I thought he was joking. I thought, he was, joking. I thought he was joking. Then I got my bill and I saw it and I was like, "Son of a bitch!" <laughs> he was like, "We're expensive shots too. I want expensive shots. <laughs> expensive shots for everyone. Bill's longer for all." <laughs> so. 
if they put real gold flakes in Goldschlager, did the price of Goldschlager go up? I, that's a good question. I don't know. Do they is really it, is put it gold actually, flakes? I, I don't know. Is it actual gold flakes? I think it is. It's like that real super, super, like, super, like, foil style. So then, like, could you invest it in Goldschlager? Like, a crate of it? Well, no, it's bad because it's like they have to buy the gold to put it in there. That's a, that's a cost for them. Right, so but we, they're, they're passing it on. That's what I'm saying. It's an investment if you had bought a bunch of them. Well, the consumer's passing it on. They're yeah. passing around. <laughs> you think Fort Knox is just full of gold schlocker now? <laughs> Not uh, actual gold. Fort Knox is empty. Everyone knows that. That's true. Oh, God. Is gold schlocker actually gold? I mean, I've heard that it actually is gold. I forgot my iPad at home today, so I can't look it up. Well, it's like a different kind of gold, right? It's like that. A different kind of gold. No, it's like you can. I don't know. I'm not going to get into this because I'm going to dig myself a hole and not be able to get out. So. <laughs> and then we're going to have to pay for yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're you're going to dig a hole and we're going to have to pay for it. <laughs> Oh man, I can't remember. I, there's there's some liquor that I just don't drink, God, and so I can I can say we'll safely say we will never have these people as sponsors. I cannot stand Goldschlager. I love Goldschlager. Jägermeister. I love Jägermeister. Oh, Rumplemints. I've never had. Rumplemints. I had a bad experience oh, with Jäger. Man. All terrible. Yeah, you, you, you guys are crazy, dude. No, you're crazy. Jaeger's okay if you do like a Jaeger. Jaeger's bomb. awesome. Like if we're doing a Jaeger bomb with Red Bull, you're, it's not. Yeah, it's not That's, terrible. Jaeger's great. I, my my last experience I had with Jaeger was I had a, an apartment. I was having a party in my apartment, and my last three memories in this order, like there's gaps in between them, are me passing around a bottle of Jaeger with two of my friends trying to finish it, like drinking straight out of the bottle, and then Do you me, charge them every time you pass it around. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and then me at the toilet giving a thumbs up while someone was taking a photo while I was, while I was throwing up, and then my friends, then my friends throwing me on my bed and then opening up a, like a box or like a bag of uh, Cheetos and just dumping them on my chest. <laughs> I woke up the next morning, no Cheetos to be found. <laughs> and appara- apparently, well, well, Cheetos don't really. I mean, if you're in the bed, let's. I mean, you're probably rolling around. And no, if you no. Come into contact with the Cheeto, it turns into dust. Apparently, my friends were actually concerned that I might have alcohol poisoning, so they sat there and they were just eating Cheetos off of me, making sure I didn't die. <laughs> gross. That is gross. I mean, I was clothed. You know, still don't gross. Get me wrong. But still, anyway, so I have good friends that made sure I didn't, you know, swallow my tongue and die. Have we ever talked about or have you ever heard about the guy who brought Jägermeister to America? Oh. It's, it's a really, really fascinating story. This guy is super rich now. Uh-huh. But I guess well, like be. back in, I think it was the late 70s, early 80s, Jägermeister was like some small, very regional liquor from Germany. And uh, they used it for like know, medicinal purposes. Who knows, right? Like it, was, like it really wasn't used as a liquor, like to get drunk. <laughs> to fuel cars. And... uh uh, I guess this guy just decided that he wanted to try to bring that liquor to America and that he was going to make money off of it by selling bars of stupid refrigeration units. Now I was just going to say, you see those things everywhere. Right. So he, off, of wh- off of what? They, they, there's like three bottles of Jaeger upside down oh, in the yeah, machine yeah. that makes it like below freezing. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, so he, that was his idea. So oh. he went around and sold – like he started like in Louisiana. Uh-huh. And like it started like an urban myth kind of thing where it's like, oh, there's this weird liquor from Germany that has to be refrigerated and – you uh-huh. drink it and you get fucked up, like whatever, like word of mouth, and it spread. So he sold it everywhere, right? Made a ton of money. Then he's like, "Well, that was that was easy. I'm going to do it again." So then he decided to start. He decided the new the new trendy drink was going to be vodka. So he got rights to distribute Grey Goose in America. But oh, he's it's like, the same guy. Yeah, it's the same guy. Oh, same wow. guy. This he, guy. He was like, "How am I going to do this?" You know, vodka. Everyone already has is, vodka. Is this the guy who's in the Dos Equis commercials? No, <laughs> <laughs> he should be. So what he did to distinguish Grey Goose from the competitors was he was like, "I'm just going to charge double what they charge." Yeah, and I'm just going to sell it as a premium vodka. And he fucking every, like sales went through the roof. And uh, like he, I, I remember I read an article about him. Like he's he, like he's so rich he travels with his caddy all the time. He pays his caddy just to always travel with him in case he goes somewhere and wants to play in, golf. In case he, Jesus, in case he so, com- comes across a golf right. Golf so the, the caddy just spends his life in like private jets with this guy flying around the world in case the guy wants to play golf sometime. Wow. 
That's See, a that rough to life. me would get annoying. You know, I don't know. Having a guy around you all the time that was like maybe. I'm sure he does. He doesn't see him. I'm sure they're in the plane. Then he's like, "Go get in your fucking hotel room. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna go you know, do whatever." He's not allowed to talk. He's I wonder like, if he calls him like 4 a.m. Like, "Hey, we're going golfing right yeah. now." <laughs> you know, like, get my bag. Yeah, exactly. Just mess with him. Nah, just kidding. But yeah, that, that, it's a uh, that's crazy. I didn't know that was the same crazy. guy. I heard the Grey Goose story. I didn't know he's the same guy who brought Jaeger over. Mm-hmm. God, Jaeger, my God so bad. Him. Did I tell you last week when I was sick? Did I tell you about uh, the Nyquil pill? <laughs> no, you told, us about, you told us about a panther, and that was it. Oh, there was more to that panther story, right? Like, no, I just I just told it wrong. But it was just sort of like the door. I told you about the door was yeah. too big for the thing. I didn't creak the door open. I, I could I forced the door open. The door went bang, and that's when the panther. Story. <laughs> but so, what about Nyquil pills? I I don't know. I was sick. Last week, and uh, I didn't have the Nyquil li- liquid, mm-hmm. you know, which kind of tastes like Jägermeister. Yeah, it does. <clears throat> yeah, it kind of does, right? Yeah. And so um, I only had the pills, and so, but I didn't want a full serving because I didn't want that much of it. And so I figured I'd just stab the gel <laughs> cap <laughs> and try and get to the gooey center <laughs> of the Nyquil. Uh, it's almost impossible to not stab yourself. Um, if you're I, trying I, thought, to I thought a normal dose is two pills. Why didn't you just take one pill? I wanted less than that. I mean, okay. yeah, you, I was I was a wreck. Like you saw that from the the, the podcast, probably. But Why were you was, taking Nyquil during the day? They have Dayquil. You know that, right? I don't. Yeah, know. it doesn't work. <laughs> doesn't during the day. <laughs> it, needs anyway, the, it needs the sign of the moon. If you stab, if you stab one of those gel caps and you actually get to the center of that stuff, which I did, and you taste that liquid at the center, that liquid in the center of a gel cap does not taste like Nyquil. I bet not. <laughs> it is pure. With unadulterated, unflavored NyQuil. You think about it; it's got to be like the essence of the NyQuil. No, the NyQuil is, is just like the drugs. A big, a big serving that you take, and it the pills is, are like so small it was and concentrated. The worst fucking flavor uh, you could possibly imagine. I mean, it was like I mean, it's like it, bur- it burrowed a hole through my tongue. <laughs> it was terrible. Probably Don't, not safe to take it like no, that. <clears throat> not safe. What do you mean? Shit happens, man. Uh, Barb and I were driving, and I thought she was she was like eating Pez or something, or like a, a mint. So I put my hand out. I was like, oh, can I have some? She had Advil and like threw my mouth and I start chewing and it's the most bitter, <laughs> awful taste in the world. So I like look for a piece of gum and I think that's going to help. But then it just made like orange flavored, bitter, powder, oh. gross. You know what the most painful thing you can do is um, accidentally bite into like a Kit Kat bar or a Toblerone bar and not take off all the tinfoil. Oh. oh. <laughs> I mean, if anyone out there has ever... Oh God! Bitten yeah, I, I into tinfoil. Yeah. If you bite into tinfoil, I had—I didn't even know what had happened. I was like, "Did all of my fillings just fall out at one time?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hey, "Why is, is this metal stuff coming out of my mouth?" It is <laughs> what, what is that? What is that property that makes like that—that that electric feeling in your mouth if you if you bite it's, it's, tinfoil? It's, 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 le- it's just painful. It hurts. I, I don't know what, but it's it's something. Something's there, right? I, I don't know. I, I don't know. There's got to be some science to that, right? You're I'm, the I'm science sure guy. there is some science. I have, I have no idea what causes <laughs> what, what, that. What's that show where they uh, do uh, Miss Mythbusters? Myth <laughs> what's that show where they <laughs> bust the myths? What's that show where they busting things, but I can't know? Um, Cops. They've, they've never probably done that. I don't know if they're appealing to people who eat foil accidentally. After about six years, that's probably uh, what you get down to. <laughs> I remember one of the first episodes they did was uh, pe- peeing on the third rail. 
That was one to see if they, you could actually get shocked. They're, by really, they're real. really down to like, we're going to find out if we stab Eddie <laughs> and if it hurts him. That's a myth that we've heard. That if no, someone no, gets stabbed. Shoot a cannonball through a <laughs> yeah. house and see what yeah, happens. Did you guys talk about that? Yeah, they almost yeah. killed someone. Yeah. No, they didn't. Uh, they, just, they, they, they shot a kid. crashed through a house. It could have killed someone. Which went through a wall. It which could went have. Into it, they a didn't car. almost kill someone. I, it could have killed someone. I think Theoretically. you're thinking about an episode of Theoretically, Family Guy. Theoretically, yes. I think you're thinking about an episode of Family Guy. No, no, no. This really happened. No, 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 no. Bathtub. <laughs> no one cares. But that's what our podcast should just become is Joel recreating his favorite scenes from Family Guy. Yeah. That's it. I'll do it. Pay me. Audible. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's cool. I mean, we've been doing the podcast for forever. It's cool to, to find what, out. What podcast possible. number is this? This is 149. Jesus. It's almost three years of solid podcasting. Almost three years of solid podcasting. It well, never stops. I mean, I have, you know, I have. It's not going crazy with solid. I have, uh, yeah, it's good point. I have like n- like stress dreams about recording the podcast sometimes. <laughs> where it's like I'll wake up like in a panic, like my heart's racing, like oh shit, the microphones, where are they? Like oh god damn, it was just a fucking dream. <laughs> or it's like the mixer's not working, or or someone like <laughs> we, we all had. I, I had a dream. I, I think I told Bernie about it. I had a dream should- where we were recording the podcast and Bernie was in it, and he wasn't talking the whole podcast, and it was like kind of stressing me out because like I didn't know what was wrong or what to do. And then when, as soon as we finished recording, in my dream he was like. Oh, I wasn't talking because I really had to fart really bad, and then, he, <laughs> and then he farted, and then I woke up and I was like, "What the fuck was with that dream?" That that uh, does sound like him. <laughs> Don't you? In, in Vegas, he was like the whole time I was getting. He let we know there before me, and you guys got a house. We did, and I kept getting text messages like, "Oh, oh, Joel, we got a house. You should come to the house. Oh, look at all the rooms in the house." And, and I know he just wants to poop in a room. That I'm in. That's all he wants. <laughs> he just wants me to come to Vegas to be in the same space with him so he can poop. He just wants to recreate a new animated adventure. Yeah, yeah. I didn't I, wake you up with snoring or eating gummy bears. There's or, no way I was going to that. Well, if you've ever watched the real world, that's what the house was. Oh, yeah? And it was pretty bad. It wasn't it was, the real world house. It wasn't, but yeah, that sure would be, be real, about how you excuse me, that. that would be a real world house. Any house is like a bunch of people. That's what it's going to it's it's break down to. Eventually, you guys are just going to kill each other. Well, no, it was, um, it was really late at night and we were trying to kill time. And um, that's Carrie, a good start of a story. Carrie, uh, Monty, and I—we had like nothing to do, and we had like no food. And they had this giant theater room, so we ordered uh, a couple pizzas and uh, you know some coke, and we we're like eating and drinking, Coca-Cola. and then we just went to sleep. And then the next day, Matt came in and walked in there, just saw a bunch of pizza boxes just sitting there with no pizza in them, open, bunch of a uh, bunch of cups full of coke, and it was just like being Coca-Cola. back. Coca-Cola being back in his house with his kids, and he started cleaning up after us, and we felt really bad. Felt like 12 or 13 years old again. Yeah, y'all should feel bad. Why the fuck did you clean up? I started cleaning up after that. This is why I didn't go to the house. I knew it was just going to be like Wait, that. Wait, so you saw Matt cleaning up, then you started cleaning up after he started? No, I cleaned up for the rest of the trip, but then Matt got me like I, – I, I, I just yeah. – so we had the dishwasher Whoa. where you can't just open it, and it slowly opens. It's one of those things that just crashes to the ground. And then Bernie was going to warn us about that, but then Matt got all crazy and distracted and didn't let us know. And then the last day, I smashed my foot, and I was just like, I'm never cleaning up again. This was a horrible experience. <laughs> the one time you cleaned up, <laughs> yeah. it backfired on you. Where's Kara? <laughs> just fly Kara out to clean after did you. Did you spend any quality time with Matt on the, the night of the after the awards? <laughs> no. I didn't. I didn't. We, but I heard it. we got to experience a little bit of drunk Matt. Drunk Matt is one of the best. Yeah, I could tell because I got drunk Matt was the reason I smashed my foot. <laughs> and a bunch of belligerent. I couldn't walk messages. for two days. Drunk Matt's awesome. Um, I wish. I wish he was here. I was hoping that, that uh, we could get him on the podcast today, but he's not in. Not in oh, the yes. office. He's drunk. Yeah, he's, he's still recovering from that trip. <laughs> um, I, yeah, that, that when we flew back, I had scheduled my flight for like six p.m. or it was like six forty-five or something. 
And, uh, you know, I woke up that morning and you know, kind of had lunch and, like, kind of milled around. I was like, all right, I'm ready to be gone. I'm, re- I'm, I'm done. I'm ready to go home. I tried to change my flight, but everything was sold out because CES, it was the final day of CES. So, yeah. like, just kind of walked around to all, like, the new city. Well, what, oh, I have something to say. Yeah. I have something to say about City Center. You'll appreciate this. Uh-huh. So you, you've stayed at the Aria before. Have you gone around much of other, much of the rest of City Center? Bits and pieces. Or that dealer. We met a dealer who's on our site who was a dealer at uh, – Oh, really? Yeah. <clears throat> we have a fan who works at Aria. Well, you know, City Center was that development that they made. It's kind of like by right. the Bellagio where they – that's where the Aria, the Cosmopolitan. Uh-huh. There's like a bunch of shopping. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I realized in this trip that the U.S. is not on top of the food chain anymore, that it is China. And if you go to City Center, it is fucking evident. Like uh-huh. we walked into the Aria – and, like, when you walk into the R, there's a giant Buddha statue. And there's, like, those Chinese dragons, like, right next to them. I was like, that's kind of weird. Not, this hotel's not Asian-themed. Why are they here? They're, like, catering. Yeah. <laughs> catering. And then, um, then I walked over to the Cosmopolitan, which is right across the street. And you walk in, and there's giant Chinese letters etched into the glass of the door. And there's wow. also those little dragons next to it. Wow. And I was like, hmm. what the fuck? And you walk in. And maybe this next part's because of Chinese New Year. But there were like tree Mandarin trees all throughout the lobby with like little notes written in Chinese tied on them. And huh. I was like, this right here, like the people who made City Center made you know a multi-billion dollar investment. And when they're looking at it, they're thinking the U.S. cannot drive this. Like the no, U.S. I does mean, not have enough money to make this run. We it, need to cater it, to Asia and to China. It's absolutely true. Well, I mean, all of the uh, companies that are uh, you know publicly traded, you know, casino companies. All of their Vegas – I mean basically Macau is um, financing Vegas because mm-hmm. they're losing money on Vegas, making money in Macau. I mean mm-hmm. that says it all, right? Mm-hmm. But it's like I don't know. Still hasn't driven driven hotel rooms low enough for me yet. But <laughs> yeah, it, it was just it was it was mind boggling. Like, I it was, it was really shocking. That's I guess to... you could miss it if you weren't paying yeah. attention. But like seeing, I was like uh, it, it was really apparent yeah. to me. I wanted to, I wanted to go to Macau when we were over there in New Zealand. I really wanted to go over there. You know? Oh yeah, but, we got close. I was really excited. No, yeah, close. We had, we had a lot of moments there at airports where it's like, all right, what's going to happen? Yeah. Well, every hotel there kind of you know panders to um, the Asian market, right? Like yeah. even also, in- every all in in the in room TV, there were seven Chinese language channels. Yeah, that's wow. actually the true. Yeah, at the Venetian, that was true mm-hmm. back there too. So yeah. you say to the Venetian, Joel? I say to the Venetian. This is the yeah. first time you ever stayed there? Yes. What do you like that more than Mandalay? That's where we typically stay is Mandalay. Uh, yeah, but it's more expensive. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's, it's also closer to, like, the heart Yeah, of the it's in the middle too. of the strip. Yeah, it is in the middle. But, yeah, it's definitely I, – I mean, it's definitely a better experience, especially because mm-hmm. they didn't take all my money. They gave me money. <laughs> Mandalay took all my money. <laughs> no, yeah, I love I, – I don't like staying down on that side of the strip. Like, once you get, like, whatever that street is, I think it's Tropicana or whatever, that separates, like, New York, New York from Excalibur. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't like going to Excalibur, Luxor, like, like Mandalay. No one, no one likes going to Excalibur. No one should be allowed – to look at Excal. No, no. Anytime I walk if by, you them, look, like, oh. if you look at Excal, yeah, it's like like what? if I see like I, I have this weird superstition. I'm convinced if I look at the wizard at Excalibur, I'm gonna have bad luck. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, they have that wizard in the top of the yeah. tower, with, like the neon. I was like, if I don't look at the wizard, even, I'll, I'll the, have the, even the wizard is like, what in the fuck am I doing? <laughs> what is going on here? You just have to look across the street to the the Hooters Casino, which is <laughs> right across. <laughs> yeah, it's right across from the uh, MGM Grand. It's yeah, right and like it's the MGM Grand, the Tropicana, and then the Hooters is right over there. Yeah. Okay, yeah. We should, I've never been to the Hooters Casino. I didn't know the casino. They were trying to start an airline. They, they started an airline. I think, they, they, I think it's still running. I think it's very regional. Oh, really? I think. Where do they fly? It's like somewhere uh, Vir- like somewhere in the east, southeast, I think. It was like Virginia to somewhere. I'm going to look this up. Furious typing. <laughs> <laughs> Hooters Airlines. <laughs> Cheapflights.com. 
Where do they, are they still in existence? I guess they are. You can fly to South Africa on oh, no, thirty-five dollars. <laughs> they ceased operation. Round, round trip. You're looking they, at Joel's looking at uh, the wrong website. Two thousand three to two thousand six. They were headquartered out of South Carolina. Ah. They're, they're, they they started in Clearwater, right? Like Hooters began in Clearwater, Florida. I don't know, but yeah, they service Florida, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and South Carolina. All right, that uh, sounds bearable till you see the cockpit no, yeah, and see it's the same the same people flying the plane. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm going to get the fuck off. It's actually a pilot with a short <laughs> with shorts on the leggings. Still the eighty year old guy pilot. Yeah, wearing, like, oh god. Instead of peanuts, they give you wings. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You know, if you're in a, a plane crash, <laughs> like Hooters stewardesses, I don't know how I feel about that. Not sure, like seeing a Hooters stewardess trying to get the safety door open or whatever. I'm not sure if that's going to be like the best, most securing image in the world. Oh man, the other where, where did I fly? I think when I flew to, yeah, I haven't talked about this in the podcast yet. When I flew to the uh, the Charles Play charity dinner last month, mm-hmm. um, I saw. Okay, well, we got on the plane to come back, and like the exit row was in front of me, and oh, I, I looked over to my left at the to people that were sitting in the exit row. So they're one row up and to my left, and it was like. This really old couple that literally could not walk without like a w- without a walker. The guy had a neck brace on too, right? Yeah, and the guy had a neck brace. And then the other person in the row was like the super morbidly obese person who barely fit in the in the chair. And I te- I texted one of you. I was like, I really don't feel confident about this flight. <laughs> I was like, I'm looking at the exit row crew. I don't think they can do it. And isn't, I, that, isn't that like a get? Is that breaking SEC? Yeah, SEC. Well, I, I, I was like, I, I was thinking to myself, okay, if there's an emergency, I can probably get up there and get to the door before them. No, but that is against. You can't be injured, right? Well, then this is what happened. Like, I saw the flight attendants like huddle, uh-huh. <laughs> and then one of them picked up the phone and was like talking in a hushed tone. And then the the gate agent came, you know, from the airport, came onto the plane, looked at them, and goes, "You three, you three, you cannot sit here." And they were like, what? They're like, you, you know, regulations don't allow you all to sit here. The flight attendant complained. And then when she said the flight attendant complained, that's how the flight attendant go like, make, make a face. Because like, no, no, no. <laughs> she has to deal with them. Right. And they, they're just like, the flight attendant complained and you can't be sitting here. So they like they made them get up and moved them and moved some people who didn't have an exit row onto those seats. Oh, man. And then and after they moved everyone, the flight attendant grabbed the gate agent and was like, I told you not to say it was me. <laughs> yeah, no, no, totally, yeah. So the bad guy's got to be the person who's not right. on the flight. Yeah. Right. That's going to make it ugly for everybody. They're stuck for four hours together in the air now. Like, yeah, oh, I'm and, sorry. and everyone else is in between, right? Metaphorically, um, yeah. I don't know. It's uh, they shouldn't. I don't know. If you have a neck brace and stuff, don't you should be flying around. Yeah, probably. We well, should be in an exit row. You know, <laughs> if people are relying on you to pull that door open, you know, you don't need to be having. A yeah, neck and brace then on. The, the flight attendant even asked them before all this happened. The flight attendant was like, "Are y'all willing and able to open the door?" And they were like, "Yes." And I guess that's when she was like, "Wait a minute! Wait, <laughs> wait, wait! This isn't right. How come you're not nodding? Something's <laughs> wrong." <laughs> Is that the Hooters plane? Can you pick up on it? Are you bracing your neck? I don't understand. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I'd never seen someone removed from the exit row before that flight. I've seen I've seen a, a guy who didn't speak English get removed one time. Really? Yeah, like they she asked him like, "Are you, are you able to open the door?" Or whatever, and he just like kind of looked at her and just clearly did not speak English. And so just kind of like she was like, "Okay, come here." And just like yeah, I didn't think he knew what was going on. He's ended up moving seats. Mm. I've definitely gotten the looks. I know I've sat in the safety room before, and people are like giving me like the business, like, "Now you're." You're sure you know how to open the door and stuff. You know, it's just because, like, I fly so freaking much. It's like when people see me not listening to the speech, it's like, um, you know, I have I have flown before. I have the speech memorized at this point. But for some reason, if you're in the safety row and you're not actively yeah. listening to the speech, yeah. all of a sudden everyone around me has got to be good, like yeah. the community upstanding, whatever. And it's like, hey, so that door, you know, you got to make sure yeah. that the door works. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah, you fly so much, I'm sure you're like, yeah, this is the 737 400, right? I'm getting yeah, to that so, point. Yeah. I am. I am getting to that point. The galley's point. over there. The, the door's over there. Yeah, I'm good. Joel's right. freaking out in New Zealand because they gave us the wrong plane. He's like, I don't think they understand. This is the wrong plane. That was the wrong fucking plane for that flight. God, man, that was the wrong fucking plane for that Which flight. Which flight? The flight from New Zealand uh, back to Los Angeles. Did you get a, the flight a smaller that's plane over or? the Pacific. We got a smaller Ooh. plane. It was like, we're going over the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> we need a bigger plane. Yeah. And also the guy they sat next to me was uh, – holy what, crap. Weren't you in your like crazy sleep pod thing? No, they didn't have the crazy sleep pod thing on the oh, smaller plane. Okay. That's why I was so concerned. I was like, where's where's my sleep egg? Where's my sleep pod? What's going on? my Darth Vader thing? Why is there a guy sitting right next to me looking at me? The guy who sat next to me – the guy I shouldn't – I'm not – I guess hopefully he'll never hear this. He was like an actually pretty famous actor. Who sat next to me, which is fine or whatever, but it was like, man, that guy had to make it apparent to me and everyone around him that he was a semi-famous actor and uh, had to just kind of keep making that point for about eight hours. You're not going <laughs> to say who it was? No, I'm not going to say. Is it, was this a movie actor or like a TV actor? Is, he's a movie actor. Older guy? I don't, I don't, I don't like how you're narrowing in on okay. this. <laughs> well, I'm not going to be able to figure out. Is he an older guy? I'm not saying. What, okay, was he like above 50? Say Yes. Why do you want me to say yes? Okay, free it Why? No, no, <laughs> What's your point? Okay, What's your point? You can always say his name and we'll bleep it. Uh, What's your point? I promise. Why are you trying to make a point? I'm just trying to figure out, trying to get it. Because like, a younger guy is like, a lot more of a douchey thing. An older guy is someone like, he <clears> feels like, you know, like, oh, people might, you know, they should know who I am. No, you, you wouldn't older. recognize the name, but if you looked up his profile, you'd be like, yeah, I've seen those movies. Okay, okay. Mm. He's an older guy, yeah. Okay. I mean, God bless him, nice guy or whatever, but I understand. I understand. You've been in everything. Yeah. I yeah. get it. I hear you. <laughs> jealous much? This is eight hours. And I'm not, it's not jealousy. <laughs> so I was jealous. You know what? I was, I was in an episode of Friends. I mean, that What's fucking up? guy, that fucking guy, yeah, I know. I mean, this guy, this guy, like, that guy has the career. Like, I do not have the career. That guy has the career. It's like, yeah. I'd much rather be that guy than <laughs> sure, that guy is definitely, but that guy, yeah, that guy was living the life. That guy was living the life for sure. Although he was stuck next to me. Yeah. In the smaller downgraded plane. In the smaller downgraded plane. We all got screwed on that. Freaking cool. Y'all, y'all were lucky to get out of there after the fucking strike. Yeah, we were. Uh, that wasn't good. No. Mm-mm. You, guys were, you guys were calm. I was the one who was freaking out. I was texting Gus. Gus had his own problems in Britain. I was like, what do we do? Oh, yeah. like, so I was like, leave me alone. I was like, I'm in England, right? I got yeah. my own shit going on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, merchandise is in here. I'm in a booth with Ben and Gavin. Things are, things are shitty. Man, one time I sat in the exit row with Gavin when he was here a few years ago. He must have been like 20 at the time, 20 or 21. And uh, we were both sitting in the exit row coming back, I think, from Baltimore. No, it was another flight. Anyway, we are coming back from somewhere. And um, the flight attendant came up and was like, to Gavin was like, Sir, are you over 15? <laughs> and Gavin was like, yeah, yeah, I am. It's like, okay, I need to make sure. That's funny. It's really funny. It wasn't the age. It was the neck brace that he was wearing. That probably <laughs> That's probably what was going on with there. Oh, man. Do we have any travel plans anytime soon? Oh, you guys going to Los Angeles pretty soon, right? Mm-hmm. And then... So this is why we're talking about flying. Because yeah. subconsciously we know we have to get on another effing plane tomorrow. Man, oh. I watched a... Uh, but right before I went to the Vegas thing, I don't know why I did this. I started watching things on Netflix streaming about plane crashes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love, I love, I don't know, I don't want to say I love it. I, but I, I'm really fascinated by, like, when things go wrong because it's an industry that, you know, needs to be saved. That's our career. What, what, what's that website you like? Air Disaster. Air Disaster. I think it's airdisaster.org. I'll link it in the But anyway, it's an industry that, you know, has to have a very high profile perception that they're safe. So when things go wrong, you're like, I, I'm always fascinated, like, what 
what failed. Anyway, I watched like this frontline investigation of that uh, continental commuter plane frontline that crashed in Buffalo. Will fuck you up, yes. And uh, he will, he will. That guy, the voice will. He, yeah, they, that's when the red light went off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, we're all fucked. The stick began shuddering. <laughs> exactly. Oh, uh, yeah. I watched that. Then I watched like some some other documentary. I think it might have been front. No, it wasn't front. It was another documentary about the crash of that Air France flight four four seven. The one that just disappeared. No. This is the one I was that, thinking about that, that disappeared the other from between Brazil and France. That's I was thinking about that. Like the Concorde, yeah. like uh, is no longer in service. Man, fuck that. Bring the Concorde on fire. Back. Like that was the one thing I look for when we're, we're taking off. Um, as we're taking off, I'm just looking for the moment where that's it. Like if something goes wrong, we're done. Mm-hmm. But like, first well, no, four or five mean, seconds, I feel like we might be okay here. Well, that's that's probably the thing, right? Is it if, uh, if you're in a plane crash and something goes wrong, it's the agony between. Oh, something's gone wrong in the final, yeah, outcome. final moment, yeah, yeah. If, if yeah. And it's like how long? Yeah, if you're at cruising altitude <clears throat> and you free fall, you will fall for five minutes. If you're falling like thirty, I've, I've, uh, I've, uh, I've gone. I mean, I've skydived mm-hmm. before, and I remember acutely what that was like. And it's like um, not pleasurable. I mean, just mm-hmm. the idea. I don't. Why the fuck did I go fucking skydiving? That was fucking so fucking stupid. Um. Yeah. yeah, well, I've heard that. If, I didn't if, if, respond to that. If there's a disaster, and you let's say you survive the initial disaster, right, at cruising altitude, that you pass out, first of all, because lack, the, of, the lack of oxygen. See, that's good, yeah. And then you come, you probably come to like at fifteen to 20,000 feet. So <sighs> you'll, be, you'll be unconscious for the first couple minutes, and then you come to, and the ground's like screaming coming up yeah, at I you. Yeah, I didn't want to. Oh, God, that's awful. <laughs> that's fucking awful. I would, that's the thing. I was like in my second year of college, and I was going on a date with a girl, and she was like, you know, what do you want to do? What do I want? I can't, one of us said, ha ha, let's go skydiving. Ha ha That ha. explains why you went skydiving. Yeah, and neither of us... Um, Did you open the door for her on yeah, the plane? Exactly. <laughs> 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 you pushed her out. <laughs> they, lie, they lie to you because like you have to go, if you do, you have to go tandem, yeah. which means yeah. you have to have a dude strapped to your back, which sounds horrible, but when the door opens, you're happy there's a dude strapped to your back. <laughs> but it's like you have to go through like six hours of classes where for six hours, they basically beat into your head you know, this is what's going to happen. We're going to open the door. We're going to count to three. We're going to go one, two, three, and then we're going to jump. And then you're going to arch. <laughs> All right, let's go over this again. What's going to happen? Dude, that's not, six that's hours. Not that, did you just plan six to hours park again? on the runway? One, two, jump on three, arch. All right, arch. Okay, so what are you going to do? For six hours, you're sitting in the class. After the six-hour class, you go out to the plane, and you physically walk through. All right, this is an airplane. You're inside the airplane. That's the door. We're going to open that. Then we're going to count to three. Does everyone know how to count to three? And then we're going to... They beat this into you. They beat this into you. They beat this into you. And um, so we went skydiving. And then we're up in the air. And then they opened the door. And uh, I was at the back of the plane. And some other people were in the front. And they and you can't hear anything. And they open the door. And it's like, you're thinking, why the fuck did they open the door? It's the first thought that runs through your head. It's like, why would anyone open the door on an airplane? That makes no fucking sense. And then people jump out. Like, people are disappearing. You're like, where did those people go? I don't understand what's happening. Did aliens just beam them off? Because they surely wouldn't go out the door. And then you start shuffling towards the door. And then you think, why am I shuffling towards the door? And then they tell you, ruin the class, you put your left hand on the wing of the airplane, left hand on the fucking wing, and you're like, why is my hand on, is that a wing? <laughs> what the fuck? And you put your, your leg out, uh, and then they go, one, two, and then they push you. <laughs> <laughs> they fucking lie to you. They spend like eight hours lying to you, and I guess the reason why is because I guess they found is if they get to three, people won't let go yeah, of the uh-huh. airplane. So they go, one, two, and they push you, 
And all you know is you go one, two, poof, and then you're just like the sky, the ground, the sky, <laughs> the ground, the sky, the ground. You're like, what? What was that? What was that thing that I was supposed to do? <laughs> what? And then like after, and you're like, oh yeah, arch. And then you arch, and you arch. And um, I remember thinking to myself, I was like, wow, wow, it's really, really, really windy. It's really windy. It's like going 120 miles an hour. It's like, I wonder what would happen if I opened my mouth. Oh, God. <laughs> so I opened my mouth. <laughs> and like my sinuses and everything just filled with like, I can't even, it almost, I felt like it almost slowed us down. You know, it's like when they talk about, when they talk about throwing the cat off the 24 yeah, yeah, building, yeah. he spreads apart. Same thing with your mouth, basically. So I'm thinking if you do, if you're in a plane crash, just open your mouth. It'll slow you down. But anyways, you, you, he took us through some maneuvers and it's completely fucking crazy. Um, and then they pull the cord, and you go from 120 miles per hour to about five, and all of that velocity goes straight to your crotch. <laughs> <laughs> like where they have the harness. Like all of that energy, right, basically goes right to your to your scrotum, basically. <laughs> so uh, after they pull the cord, you basically can't feel your effing legs or basically <laughs> anything from the waist down. And then you go, and then you, I, I can't remember at that point, but, you, but something went wrong with one of the people after us. And um, we were on the ground and we were looking up and um, we were looking at this dot and it was getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And it was like, why are they not opening the chute? Why are they not opening the chute? Why are they not opening the chute? And bang. And uh, what had happened was somebody's uh, chute had failed. And they, I guess, had jettisoned the extra chute and we thought it was a person. Oh, Oh, God. God. But it was like watching that chute. You know, come from a dot to like hitting the ground on the horizon. And we had thought somebody had died. I mean, just seeing that, it was like, well, I mean, if that was a person, there's nothing left. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It was like an artillery hit, you know? Yeah. But it's like, so, I don't know. Like, that experience, and you combine it with the flying, I don't know. It's fine. So, so what you're you saying, s- it, was, uh, it was worth it? <laughs> it's, it's maybe more things, scary. Things work with a girl with your messed up scrotum? <laughs> yeah, <don't> <laughs> Basically, that's... <laughs> I, uh, I've been talking about this this morning with the guys over here in my office, because I, ju- I just finally saw it uh, yesterday, but I finally went and saw uh, Ghost Protocol at the theater. Great movie. Uh, no, it was awful. Oh. Uh, is this the, the Tom Cruise movie that we were always yeah. talking about? Uh, I saw it in IMAX. And See, I'm so glad that he said that, because had I gone and seen that, no, I would have been pissed at you. There, there, is a reason, <laughs> there is a reason you should see it, though. Uh-huh. Before the movie, they have a six-minute prologue for The Dark Knight Rises. Oh. Uh, and uh, it's, it's fucking crazy. Like, I can't find it really online anywhere. Like, uh, I guess they're just saving it, so it's exclusive in the theater. Yeah. But, I mean, Christopher Nolan, I, I guess, is just showing off like James Cameron at this point now. Really? Where it's like, like it is fucking crazy. It involves planes and jumping out of planes and stuff like that. And it's, is it uh, like the beginning of uh, Saints Row? <laughs> yeah, it's very similar to the beginning of Saints Row. Is it? I'm, yeah, cur- I'm curious Row. how much of that the prologue. I don't want to. I'm not going to spoil it. But I wonder how much was practical. Like how much right. they actually did in real life as opposed to CGI or like green right. screen that kind of stuff. But anyway, I think, you should, you should I, think watch I think somebody needs to make a comedy movie. And they need to market it like a thriller adventure where they have crazy act, whacked out action scenes and just market those scenes. But then when you get into the theater, you just slowly start bending the rules of reality to the point where it's just ridiculous. You know, where it's just you, like you the fall, Matrix. where you fall forever, but there's no explanation as to why. <laughs> like you just don't die. Just yeah. like you take the rules of physics and throw them out the like window. A Michael Bay movie, essentially. I more Dark City. More <laughs> Dark City. I love that movie. More. 
I don't. I barely remember Dark City. Was there a lot of? Crazy it was the Matrix before Matrix. Well, no, but I mean, I don't remember. Did they have crazy action? Yeah. Uh, I mean, the only thing I remember about that action. was the was the twist at the end. Well, it was. It was uh, they had a lot of like weird world shaping. And yeah, stuff it was like, like the that. physics was it didn't exist. And you could like reshape the world and yeah, like you said. Yeah. God, yeah, it's funny. I don't remember. There's yeah. a scene with Jennifer Connelly out on a pier. On the beach, and she's done that same shot in at least two other movies. Yeah, it's extremely strange. I think House of Sand and Fog and Requiem um, and Requiem. Just recycle. It's like it's the, the go-to. It's, it's like, like it's when like Michael Bay thing. recycled that footage from the island for the Transformers movie. <laughs> like, did you hear oh, about that? Oh, like, yeah, it, like yeah, yeah, there was yeah, a car yeah. chase in the island, and he reused some of the footage in Transformers, yeah. and they just CGI yeah. some Transformers into it. <laughs> I mean, this is this is where we're going to be at. Like right now, we're at the model where we're just going to remake old storylines. Like ten years from now, they're just going to like take this exact same movie and just put some more CG on top of it. Yeah, <laughs> just be like, it's it's a new movie. Well, it's going to be like three years from now. Gus is just going to reuse podcasts and just you know redub in different stories. We'll have said every like. Every sound just possible. Re, just recombine <laughs> Yeah, just turn into a music mashup. Like if only someone could write like a piece of software that would take like <laughs> our sentences and our voices and like create conversation. It wouldn't be that hard to make what we're saying funnier. I've tried to saying. do that. <laughs> I've tried to do that with Red versus Blue. Like if we needed a specific line, like yes, oh. sir, something like that. Like trying to go back to the old stuff. It's but the, the, the recording, you know, yeah. quality is just different. But yeah. I've tried. I've actually tried to do that. Yeah, where it's like I'm going to construct stuff or whatever. And yeah. It's just like, oh, I remember there's that one scene in RV where I said this or whatever. Okay, I'm going to try and find it. That turns into like an eight hour yeah. Odyssey adventure of trying to find certain assets that you barely, you know. While well, the remember. sound booth is literally <laughs> ten yeah. feet behind no, you. No, no, yeah, exactly right. Where it's just like you know, this is. Well, once you get in your head, you're like, oh, come on, it would be fast. And no, no, that, like, that, that's it. It's like, this, this is the path of least resistance. Yeah. And if I just keep going for a second longer, I'll make that breakthrough. I get, that way, with, I get that way with sound effects. Like, I'll constantly just go to, uh, like, sound dogs and look for a particular sound effect when we have equipment to just record it normally. It would be so much faster. But the opposite of that happened. We needed um, a sound of peeing after that short we did. And um, no one thought to go to a sound um, like a sound library. Great. Chris was just giving everybody oh a sound God. recorder and having them record <laughs> when they were oh peeing. God. See, here's the, that's the thing though. That is the thing because it's like and you actual, gotta get close. No, no, see, it's, it's not like four feet away. This is everything about movies and TV because the actual thing isn't as good as the like sign of a thing. Like in other words, a, a, a made up sound of peeing is going to sound more like peeing than actual peeing. Yeah, it's 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 just absolutely right, true. Yeah. Like it's you, like that you, Simpsons episode. You want the stereotype of the sound effect that people think that it is. Yeah. Yeah. That sound that's 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 totally sound. It's super exaggerated. And those, yeah, those sound design booths are always or rooms are really cool. You just have a bunch of people with like a blanket or a sheet on the ground doing random stuff like stabbing chickens. You know, for like a good like sure, and, it's, and like a lot of them are like uh, like we every single time in Red versus Blue or any other project we want to show like great distance. Or great, you know, breadth of, you know, of the size of the environment. It's like we have that eagle cry. <laughs> we have that eagle cry. Yeah. Well, no, but it's like it's not our It's pet. so great. It's a stereotype that yeah, everyone's you, used from the you beginning. You either do that or like a whistle. Like a, yeah, but the there's, there's that one. Wind. And yeah. everyone knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's like that one. You know, it's like that one eagle cry. And it's like there is this one eagle cry. And believe me, I've looked through them. You know what I mean? And there's this one where it's like, yep, that's the comedy one. Yep. No, that's the comedy eagle cry. It has got the right reverb on it. It's and then you've got so the one from like Assassin's Creed, which is like the serious one, you know? Like right, the, yeah, exactly. Like, it's yeah. all those textures. But there's certain like, especially in comedy, there's certain like touch tone 
touchstone sounds are just like, oh, that's the one. That's the one I'm thinking of. I remember early – well, maybe not that early, but uh, years ago when we were still making Red vs. Blue out of Bernie's spare bedroom, when we introduced the character of Andy the Bomb, we needed a sound for when he fell because he was supposed to be really heavy. Remember only Caboose could pick him up? So (laughs) we were like, we need to come up with a sound. (laughs) And we didn't have like sound light, but we didn't – you know, we were still like doing the shit out of our bedroom. (laughs) So we didn't have a sound for it. So I was like – Let's take this dumbbell out to the driveway and just drop it on the driveway and record that. Oh, God. <laughs> it works. It works well. It works. That's what we did. That's, that's totally the sound works. of Andy the Bomb dropping. That's, that's how sound design works. Yeah. There's like, there's, anyone- like, there's like a 20-pound dumbbell. It's like that all-metal one that you still see around the office somewhere. Did it break the driveway? Uh, no, we put a blanket. No, we didn't put a blanket down. No, it didn't break the driveway. The driveway was, was very strong. That's pretty impressive, actually. Yeah. Um, it's, it's funny, though, because it's like anyone who knows sound design or is a film student or whatever probably knows the Wilhelm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, uh, the scream. Yeah, and so it's like we've we've used it. <laughs> I've, I've, we put it in our stuff. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't know that. Yeah, I think we bought it. Everyone oh, has wow. used the Wilhelm. It's mixed down yeah. a lot of times, so it's there, but it's not like Star Wars. We should have, like, you know, you've seen those montages where they show clips of everyone using them. We should try to get Red versus Blue in there, like mix it in somehow. Yeah, yeah, we could. Yeah, yeah. It's okay, uh, it way. takes place. Uh, we put it in uh, the first. What was it? The fight scene. Uh, this season, you know, just before the uh, big reveal of the of the pelican on the platform, yeah, so when, the oil, when, the, yeah. When, when the bridge breaks and all the guys fall down. exactly. So right? speaking of that, that montage, that reminds me. There's something else that happens. Um, do you do you guys read XKCD at all? Yeah, on occasion, yeah, yeah. That's the comic online. Uh, once a year, he puts out a like a social network map. Which essentially takes like the size of a social network and sort of like in conjunction with everyone else. Like Facebook is like Russia essentially, yeah, and how it fits in. Yeah, and how it fits in. We've never been on there. And we've got a pretty sizable social network. Like, there's ones on there that aren't that big. And I, I always get, I'm, I always get a little bit upset. Well, let's by that. tell him. Yeah. Fuck so. it. Why don't you do something about it? Like, I, I don't know. Like, get a hold he's of him. doing it right now. I'm saying something. He's, right. Maybe, maybe he's listening. So he's like, I love oh, that yeah. our action call now is like us complaining about something on the podcast. <laughs> We're doing something right now. God damn it. We're I'm airing thinking. my grievances and annoyances on the podcast. So if we, we need a festivus poll in here. Yeah. Yeah. So when Michael Scott declares bankruptcy by going out of his office and just yelling it, <laughs> <laughs> expecting something to happen. So anyway, if that guy's listening, or if if he's on Twitter, if our I don't know, whatever, let let him know that we want to be on there. Don't send our people after him. No. Oh yeah, that's true. Okay, <laughs> he'll be he'll be uh, flooded. Stay calm, stay calm, Internet Army. <laughs> <laughs> they went after the IWTV awards. Oh, that, that was like we were we flooded those awards, man. We, we like, Jack, did you fuck us? No, no, did no. Did you no. just fuck us now? No, I didn't Are do, we fucked? I didn't Is everyone going to hate us? So we so YouTube they were streaming the IWTV awards on YouTube, and like we I mean uh, it was Barbara, myself, Miles, uh, Kathleen, and wait, you guys streamed the. No, I they, no no. Oh, he knows what he's Okay. Anyway, so so we were here at the office doing like a live blog of you know while while stuff was going on and um like and so we were just watching it and like the the, the comments on the YouTube stream were essentially nothing but red versus blue the whole time. Oh, really? Yeah, it was like nonstop. Oh, that's, all, that's awesome. But it, it was awesome. But then like when immersion didn't win, uh, people turned ugly and uh, it was like, oh god, uh, no guys, guys, no no no, don't don't, don't do that. Don't get <laughs> In all truth, I got I got pretty anxious about that award. Yeah, I was uh. I was sweating it. They're, yeah. uh, they're, uh, after the, the award show was over, the guy who was running their live stream came over and pulled me aside and was like, man, you're, the people from your website were all over the live stream. <laughs> like, that, that was all them. And I was like, I'm so sorry. He was like, no, it was awesome. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's great. It, that's it was awesome. like nonstop. Just like, Rooster Teeth, Red vs. Blue, why didn't Bernie win? Our community, like, our community is awesome. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Our community won me money. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Yeah, <laughs> I like did. that. Me too, courtesy <laughs> of audible.com. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it was, it's just uh, 
pretty awesome because we, we really liked the idea of the IWTV Awards. We were happy with all the nominees. We thought everybody was really talented. So we made a really concentrated push to promote this. You know, we announced it last week and reminded people we were doing it, and then it was a big thing on our website. And so, you know, I don't, I know, how many, I don't know how many people did that, but I, I definitely – it's great to see a return on that amount of Oh, no, effort. we broke our website. I don't know. If, did Adam tell you about that? Yeah. Oh. Like, like, so I was live blogging, and we were responding to comments in the thread, and Barbo's on, on YouTube responding. We were on Twitter and everything. And um, so many people flooded the website to, like, chat along with us while we were watching the show that we broke the website. Normally, <laughs> I, I didn't think it was going to generate that much traffic. Like, our website has processes that kick in whenever we have, like, episode releases. Whenever we know we're going to have high traffic, we kick in, like, a caching system. So everything keeps running. I didn't. We didn't think that this was going to generate enough traffic to necessitate the caching system, but it was like... Fuck, we should have done it. Yeah, after that, I was online with Adam, and Adam was just screaming at me. He's like, what are you doing? Why are you breaking the website? Is that why you yelled at us when we randomly released an RVB episode like yes. five hours before? Yes, you have to. Because, the, the, because we had, since we had a release time for Red vs. Blue, we know, and it automatically kicks in. If you release it early, then the whole system's fucked up. It's like, oh, shit. Everyone starts coming. We have, we have to be ready for it. God, so... So if you're listening, everyone. I'm, well, I'm, I mean, that's good. I mean, I'm happy for. I'm also happy for. Uh, it sounds like the I A W I A W T V. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like they did well. I mean, yeah, the pre the presentation was great. It it seems like a really successful year for them. Yeah, it was the Venetian. It was really really nice. Yeah, man, uh, Sheila Lazar. They pulled in a lot of great. Sheila Lazar had some assets on her. <laughs> God, man, there was a lot of hot girls. <laughs> <laughs> that that uh, what's her name? The the girl who's up there with the fine brothers, uh, D- D- Grace Daily Grace. Oh, yeah, Daily Grace. That girl is funny. Very dude. funny. Yeah, she was she really is funny. super super funny. Yeah, she's really she. Really, she, she, really she also natural. looked like she wasn't nervous or anything. No. She, was, she was up there. She was like super loose and yeah. yeah. Well, theoretically, I mean, there are actual real legitimate performers. Yeah, you know? but I mean, but, some people did look nervous. But her, some people she, did she look was, nervous. She was it was super. It, yeah, it's back. it's interesting. It was a, it was a very very interesting mix of people because mm-hmm. it was definitely a mix of like this person is internet mm-hmm. this person is definitely internet and then this person is entertainment you know it's yeah. like a good mix of people she was in the uh, award videos we made and i think carrie went around and grabbed all of the footage from all the nominees for our videos and the one he grabbed of her is when she's like humping the table on comments <laughs> comments versus comments <laughs> She's on my damn channel, right? Like, yeah, her, uh, yeah, my damn channel. Yeah. So wait, are they sponsoring the podcast? No, they are not. No, so no. we're not going to tell you if it's .com, .net, or .org, <laughs> suckers. <laughs> but uh, that was my evil laugh. Yeah. That's cool. So you guys had a good time out in Vegas. I'm, I'm glad. Oh yeah, it was yeah. it was good. Uh, Carrie said he's making plans to go out there for his 21st birthday. That's like in May, right? I think so. Yeah, uh, we're all we're all trying to go. In fairness to Jack, um, Gus and I were on the same flight, and it was very late. And all the cool stuff that happens. Uh, it probably starts at five, you know, like that volcano show and, uh, the pirate ship thing. We all want to go yeah, see those all the things. cool stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, stuff you, you, you want to bring people to see that haven't seen before. And so we really, we were just trying to find stuff to do is like the last day we went to Caesar's palace and I was like, well, it's not that great, but they have this like one statue that moves a little bit. Oh, yeah. that thing is <laughs> so, so we're all like terrible. walking slow over there and like, you know, huffing and puffing. We finally get there and we look and it's like closed for maintenance. <laughs> like how low is it going to go no, that's here? Probably you probably won out on that one. Yes, that is yes. the one thing you go there. It's like you feel like you're in an episode of The Simpsons. It's like. Hello, yeah. I am Thor, <laughs> God of Thunder. Thunder. The Hall of President. No, no, no. Please they- visit Barnes and Noble. <laughs> you know, it's just like Barnes and Noble's out of it. You know, it's just. Well, they have a they have a Poseidon one too, or a Atlantis, something, a different yeah. type of show, and we went to see that one, and 
one of the characters rose from the bottom of like the fountain, which was cool, but the latex was just completely detached from its neck, Wait, so it just looked like it had what? been sliced. What are you talking about? It's like a which animatronic. Was it's just animatronic. a giant animatronic Where is this thing. at? The it's, same place. It's a Caesars. It's, it's in the new area of Caesars. Let's stop. People need to stop with the animatronic. It just looks when someone came and just like slit its neck. It you also just, just like, got no strip club. <laughs> What are y'all doing? It's like oil coming out of the jug. Oh, God, help me. I am dying. <laughs> Every second I live is agony. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, you know, there's a good... So it would have been like gambling. I'd be the only one doing anything there. Monty and Monty and Carrie would be just sitting there awkwardly. I think someone's printing something, Jack. Can you move that stack of papers off the printer or someone? <laughs> Let's see what it is. This is, uh, this is an exciting moment for the podcast. Anytime a printer works, it's like a miracle. Yeah. It's I, like a child being I born. I fucking hate printers. You know, I have a printer at home. And we're going to lose these guys as sponsors, too. But fucking Canon and their fucking <laughs> MP560 is a piece of shit. Anytime I want to print something, I have to reboot it. It's like I go to print, a communication error has occurred. Fuck. Does I go reboot the printer. We, we've it works talked fine. About, we've talked it, about this for years. We, print- we, we came to the mathematical conclusion that printing is not possible. Yeah. It, it, it works can't happen. Once, and then I have to reboot. Every time I want to no, print something, I have to reboot it. Because I need you to beat that company name. <laughs> we should, we I need should, you to beat that name. Can we just hire <laughs> – let's just hire a scribe. <laughs> Can we, get a room, can we get a room of typists like back in the like, old Hollywood days? Or, you have a room of 50 I'm women in a typewriter. I'm going to put in my order and some cigarettes. 50 smoking. women typing? Really? Yeah. You're the chivalrous one here? In the, in the, back in the Hollywood days? Jack will back happily the open days. the door for them. Every open door. Door. All, <laughs> yeah. them. all 50 of them. Did you print something? Something what printed. Do you, what do you want? Oh, hey, God. Can you move your car? Your car's in our way. Is it? Yeah. We need you to move the car. Joel's, Joel needs to move his car because his car's in the way. I'll move my car. Move your car. I'll come back. Move your car, dude. Can I move your car? Dude, where's your car? Dude, I'll move your car. Joel's got a fast car. He can move it super quick. Marshall wants me to just... Me for him... He wants me to give my keys to him. Oh, God. I was just going to move it around the block a few times. (laughs) (laughs) You've seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off, right? I just spent a lot of money on the car. (laughs) I actually don't have the key on me. Um, All right, this this became very awkward. um, Yeah, if you go up... Up there, yeah. yeah. Don't. We've got a window that faces the the front gate. We're just going to see these cars peel out around the corner. There's a parking brake. Oh, good God. You're going to edit all this out, aren't you guys? No, no, I love it. You love this stuff? All right. Um, we got a printer going off. we got people walking right. in the room. One, this, this one, is, time, one time, I was sitting in my desk, and Marshall came in and was like, uh, hey, can I borrow your keys for your car? I was like, okay. And I thought he was just going to move it or something. And you know, I drive that. Oh, I drive, fuck. Are they going to take it for a shoot? Is that what they're no, going to no, do? No, 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 no. This is under, this is not, I'm sure they're not doing this. But, uh, you know, I drive that Prius. I was like, yeah, here you go. Here are my keys. I go, wait a minute, wait a minute. What are you doing? <laughs> He goes, oh, my car battery's dead. I need to jump it. I was going to use your car because no, it's right. parked next to me. I was like, yeah. you don't want to jump with my car. I don't know that you can jump off of, off of that car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah how does that work? Do you have a bat? I mean. There is a terminal to receive a jump if you're on a Prius, but you cannot give a jump. Fucking talk about Prius. you fucking bastards. You <laughs> fucking environmentalist bastards. Take, take, take. <laughs> you can only receive a jump, but you can't give one. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, they probably could, but it would fucking like explode in a normal car. <laughs> Your, your car's very polite. You have you have to be careful. Like I, I read in the owner's manual, like when you tow it, it has to be on a flatbed. You can't let the wheels turn if it's off because then it just keeps generating electricity for the battery, <laughs> and it like overcharges the battery and could potentially melt it. 
Dude, Priuses are scary. I was in a parking lot the other day with my brother-in-law going into a store, and before he knew it, a Prius came up and almost hit us because mm-hmm. they're they're deadly silent because they don't they don't I, make any noise. I hate seeing pedestrians like on the street, like when I'm driving, like in a neighborhood, because I know that they can't hear yeah. me. Yeah, and I'm like, oh fuck, are they? You gonna, just like, get a fucking siren. Are they going to suddenly turn? I should just, just start like, honking. <laughs> just get a siren. You know, what you what you say, I'm seeing more and more of those little. <laughs> we're, we're the little bastards that are smaller than the Prius. Smart cars. Smart. Cars. Those little smart oh. uh, Omega. Think, is that who makes them? Uh, no, smart. Makes them. I'm seeing those everywhere. I hate those. I, I just don't understand it. It's like, it's like I feel they, like they, I feel like that me looking at their car is going to cause a great impact. It's going to kill them. It's like the, <laughs> the, the smart car doesn't get that great of mileage, and it's like half of a car. Well, the it reason they have is they get like 35 miles to the gallon. Oh, it's, I thought it was full electric. No, oh, they're not. No, the smart cars are like use gas, and they only, they're only like 35 miles. I'm going to look that up now that I I'm could, saying. I could have sworn those so, electric that's cars. Not, no, I mean, they, they take gas. Oh, I know okay. that. I know that for a fact. The only reason you see them is because uh, there's a the company here. Was it Cars to Go? Cars to Go, and you can just you can just find a car and just get in it and drive it somewhere and leave. That's it there. a cool service. Yeah, and you look it up on your that's phone. That's not a cool service. Stop it. There's nothing cool about that. No, it's awesome. It doesn't you're going to need it once Marshall crashes little, your car, Joel. <laughs> they take up all those little fucking uh, – everywhere downtown, they've got all, a fucking million of these little smart car public parking only. They're fucking everywhere. They've taken up all the fucking parking spots. Fuck those guys. Dude, yeah, but it's like no space. It is some space. It's like – and there's like for 12 of them. I'm going to go take a picture. Go take that picture. I'm going to go take a picture. Take a picture of that sign. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hate anything environmentally friendly. Okay. Let's it's see. just who I am. I get it. It's just who I am. I get it. 35. Jack, just what, Jack suddenly anything. just rushed out of the room. Uh, keep, keep vamping. I'm trying to find the fucking mileage on these smart cars. Vamp, 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 vamp. Now I'm going to look this up too. Okay. There's only one place I, in town I think that sells... Average mileage. Uh, smart cars. And I think it's like up in Round Rock. No, there's one, yeah, down, there's one downtown. There is? Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure there is. Yeah, next to the uh, Lululemon, of course. Where's that? Um, it's by, it's, I think it's by Lamar off of Lamar and sixth or seventh, I think, of course. Right. Hmm. I used to be retardedly impulsive. And when they announced the smart car, they were only going to be billed for like a year. And you sent an email and they're like, put your deposit down now. So I gave them a hundred dollars. And then I forgot uh, about it till like two years later. 40, oh, yeah. 40 miles per gallon. 40. Not that great. Has anybody seen that's him? good, but it's not I mean, for the fact that you have half of a car. It's not as high as it should be. Yeah, but I mean, if you're using that car downtown, or if you live like in a condo or something like that, you know, you could gas up that car once every month, essentially. Mm. To me, it looks like somebody got a porta potty <laughs> and put some wheels on it. You know those things. Well, you're so a car s- guy too, so I mean, that's you, you know, know, those, those things are so small that in, you know they can you know the parallel parking. Imagine goes like this. They can pull in and park like this, like yeah, uh, perpendicular in those spots because they're assholes. <laughs> They're just assholes. Why would they do that to fucking be assholes? And I bet they can't give a jump either. But they can <laughs> receive a jump. <laughs> fucking jump. Absolutely. I, I, can't, I can't help you, but you can help me. <laughs> Don't worry. It's a smart car. Oh, good God. Oh, man. There are no games out right now, by the way. I've just been playing um, a shitload of Star Wars in Republic. Think, yeah, me too. There's I a new patch coming out for that next week, as a matter of fact. Yeah, this this week, isn't it? Is it this week? I think so. One point one patch. Yeah. They're adding in a new flashpoint, like new new raid stuff, maybe. Yeah, and some bug fixes. Yeah. Um, the the next game I'm looking forward to that I could think of is Mass Effect Three, and that's not till March. Yeah. Uh, I think that's March sixth. I am really looking forward to Mass Effect Three. Marshall's back in here. What's up, Marshall? Thank you. Uh, we should probably. <laughs> <laughs> Were you able to move it? Okay. I moved it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, uh, Mass Effect. Like I, I played Mass Effect two probably. Like, I probably finished Mass Effect two like three or four times. Talk yeah. me, th- talk me through this. Okay, 
how okay it starts basically which was very clever right like at the very beginning of mass effect 2 it's okay to talk about it now right yeah, yeah, it's, been a, it's been a passed. couple of years yeah. you die immediately yeah awesome which is great and then that perfectly works with the storyline because they sort of you can recreate your character which works with the narrative i love stuff that's like works with the narrative and is also practical mm-hmm. um which so it starts off great i did not get through mass effect 2 mm-hmm. how does it end well, it depends on how you played it. How did it end for you? Uh, well, it ended a couple of different ways. Which talk? You can. Uh, you, I mean, there's at the end you have to fight. Like, I was a little unclear on this, but there's like they're making like a human reaper, and you have to fight it. And uh, the evil guys are making human. The reaper. reapers, yeah. Is he a giant? It's like a giant. It looks like a giant Terminator, kinda. And uh, so you kill. Does he the, have like needles for her fingers? He's like a. Attached to stuff like so, kind of suspended. And he's like real, yeah, yeah. He's real giant. Yeah, you must have played. I, it. I vaguely remember. That's the last fight in the game, so you finished it then. I did not finish it, oh, okay. but I do remember that. I yeah. And then you fun. can either like destroy that outpost, uh, or you can save the outpost for the what was the guy's name the illustrious man. Oh, the uh, no, the uh, like you can't see him, like the uh, smoky man. No, yeah, but uh, it starts with an I, right? Yeah, it starts with an I. The, uh, the elusive man. The elusive man. That's yeah. it. it was E, sort of the E. No, it was an I. I thought it was elusive. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's, like, it's even sponsored a word. by Apple. <laughs> oh, God damn it! I have to look that no, up e- now too. Elusive is, is a word. I don't know about elusive. I don't think it is either. What? Well, we gotta figure I don't think out. elusive is a word either. No, no, no it's, guys, it's okay. I looked it up. It's forty miles to the gallon. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, it is I. What? Yeah, elusive man. I l l u s i v e. Okay, so chill. So you you had many different endings that game, right? Yeah, a couple. So how is the next one going to start? Well, the next well, and then like they go through the whole cutscene at the end, and then it like cuts to that wide shot where you see like all of the Reapers approaching from deep space, like uh-huh. they're coming to uh-huh. to attack. So I assume Mass Effect Three will start with and based on the, the Reaper tra- attack, based on the trailers. I mean, I've seen yeah. the trailers. It's like it so looks like it'll probably the Earth is getting right? yeah. club stomped. It'll probably start the second the Reapers like, curb stomped begin their attack. Earth is. I'm curious to see, but like what, as a character. Okay, so I'm curious to see what hooks they take from the second game, and even from the first game that they're going to incorporate into this one. Because I like I played Mass Effect One as well. I played Mass Effect Two a see, couple that, of times with thing. and without saves to see what the differences were, uh-huh. and it was really cool and interesting to see what they did pull from one. And I'm curious to see how much of that's going to make it all the way to three. Now, if I've never played Mass Effect, <sighs> do you recommend I start at two or start at one? Um, you should. Well, I liked two a lot more than one. So I think from a story perspective, it makes sense to start at one. Play all the way through. Um, but I felt like one is not the same game two, as two. Two was... They streamlined it. Yeah. Like crazy. Well, that's, that's like Assassin's Creed. Like, you know, you don't have to play Assassin's no, 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 Creed no, but one this to know is, what's going this is, this is Yeah, this is definitely... Uh, in terms of that. playability, like, yeah, two is definitely more playable. But that's the thing. Like, I, I know the first one's going to be... Not as smooth as the second one, maybe, but it's like it doesn't matter. I still just at some point when I get freaking time in my life, I want to sit down, play through one, import my character, play through two, play through three. Yeah, yeah. If you don't have the time, I learned this from Monty. You can just go back and watch the previous games on YouTube. Yeah, and it actually works pretty well. I did that for yeah. God of War one, yeah. and God of War two, yeah. and then I played God of War three, and it was it was great. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's fuck, it's a lot of time. It's, you know, if you're a I got, cheater, I got shit to do, <laughs> cheating. That's what Monty does. Monty put, like, just plays yeah. stuff and then he does his animation. He does a lot of times he, he doesn't. He doesn't watch. He doesn't play the game at all. He just watches games. Yeah, I would say most of the time, probably. Yeah. So anyway, but uh, are, are you? You're not going to play Star Wars, are you? Old Republic. I would like to play Star Wars. I don't know that I have time. Yeah, Brandon, are you going to try to play it all? I love the idea of it, and I love like I've sat down and played a little bit of it. I just don't like other people. 
I don't like interacting with other people online. It's just... Well, it's like, Gus, you were telling me you've pretty much played the whole good. game by yourself, right? I yeah. Mean, I, yeah. I, I rarely group up. I've grouped up a couple of times to check out Flashpoints and to do, like, missions that you need people for. But for the most part, I play by myself. Do you have more, do you have more fun by yourself? Uh, I don't because like sometimes I'll just have to leave suddenly. I mean, like, I mean, I'll I get a phone it, call it, it or depends, something happens, yeah. and I don't want to leave people in the lurch. Yeah, where it's like, oh shit, I gotta stop playing right now. Oh, sorry, we're we, in the middle we of something. We almost yeah. need to create a new like online, you know, behavioral acceptance level where it's like if somebody's just got to go, they got to go. That's gonna be cool. Yeah, like like the idea of like okay, goodbye. You know, there's no like an aim. Like you can't say. I, at one point in my life, I was like, I feel bad if I don't say goodbye. That's, to that's, the, on it. that's definitely the Joel technique. It's just like, all right, I'm done here in this little. Well, no, no, I do like, that. You, that's you, not, you, I, you, I, I feel bad if I, I never, I never do that online. I do it in you person. You do it in person. I do it in person all the time. Yeah, I saw you do it in Vegas. After, and I was, I was like, and then the, the, the like, when Joel, I was like, he's gone. He's not coming. They're like, what do you mean he's not? Going? What's he going to do? I was like, I don't know. I didn't fucking interview him. He just said he's going and he left. I, I do that all the time. But like you'll be at a party, like, "Hey, where's Joel?" Up, oh, Joel's gone. I guess. You know, I guess like, maybe the other people in our group were used to that. Because well, I mean, oh. it's not. It's not a field trip. <laughs> I'm like required to attend. I everything. learned over the weekend that apparently I had pissed somebody off. Oh, yeah, I pissed somebody off. You pissed off Carrie, didn't you? And um, by doing that, like two years ago, on somebody, I didn't even know what they were talking about. But they're like, "Yeah, we were at a party. You said I'll be right back, and then you were gone." If I'm with you later. and I say I'll be right back, that means I'm leaving. <laughs> we got to get a Zoom. dictionary. <laughs> that yeah. means I have to go. I love you. Goodbye. <laughs> that's that's your abbreviation. I'll be right back. <clears throat> no, but I don't know. I mean, it's like uh, I, you know, I don't know. It's it's it's. Uh, I feel I always feel bad, but it's like I don't know. Like online, right? It's just like. Uh, on Xbox Live or whatever, it gets it can get weird sometimes. I don't feel as bad on Xbox Live for some reason. Is it more? Is yeah. it is, is that more person? You know, because I, I guess it's like quick games and stuff like a death match or whatever. It doesn't uh-huh. matter. But like in, on MMO, in, in yeah, the Old Republic or like in an MMO, it's like you're more invested. You got to spend more time doing it. Do people get offended? Do people get offended? Yeah, if you're well, in like a big group, yeah, they'll. they'll I mean, yeah, I mean, if, if, do, do people mostly get offended? I don't know. Sometimes, like, I feel bad about it, so I'll just quit without saying anything. Yeah, it, it depends on the situation too. Like, if you're on a raid night where people are all like had scheduled time to go See, do this that's, raid, that's the thing that makes that's one thing where it's like okay if you bolt out without saying anything it's like okay what, what the fuck was that guy doing but if it's like hey something came up like um i had a time where i had to go a friend of mine uh she got a flat tire like i, I have to leave right now my friend's a flat tire sorry and I, I had to leave and it's like okay well people will suck it up no and- no i totally remember i totally remember that one time where jack was like hey listen i made this play date for this thing where um joel you have to be involved uh, and then, but we're gonna have this play date together, and, it, and then you were gone. No, no, okay, that, and then you were that gone. was unfortunate timing because that, and then you were gone. What, what happened was we, we had, he does this all we the had time. a play date. Yeah, this is the no, other no, thing shut, he shut does up. all the time. He's like, hey everyone, we, let's go mini golfing. We had a play. <laughs> everyone, no, we don't. We don't want to go mini golfing. We, we had a play date, and then you look up and your mini golfing Jack's gone. I'm gonna finish. And the you're story. like, why in the fuck am I mini golfing? <laughs> How the fuck did this happen? Where's Jack? Jack is gone. We, had a, we had a play date scheduled, and it, it happened to be the day after my sister and had her kid. And then they kid. hand you the so bill I had to for leave the shots. To go see my brand new nephew. <laughs> and you're like, I'm mini golfing, and I have to pay for these fucking uh, shots. Where is Jack? <laughs> Dude, mini golf and shots sounds awesome. We should do that. You guys want to go mini golf? That's it. Hey, let's go, go mini golf. Did you ever go to the pitch and putt over there? Um, no, I like, never have. Because you can just like walk around with beer. Well, we can yep. do that at Peter Pan. Oh, yeah, it's Peter Pan's yeah, BYOB. Pitch and putt's like an actual like small golf yeah, course. Pitch and, yeah. with pitch and putt. Oh, let's do that. The right, only good thing go. about mini golf at Peter Pan is uh, they have those giant like dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. Like it looks straight out of everything from Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Oh yeah. 
And so that that works for about <sighs> five minutes, and then after that, it's just fucking that boring. Place, well, that's why you drink. That place <laughs> Lots of things are boring, but if you drink, they get that better. Place so. Why don't you drink terrible. and do something fun? Like, like I don't like know, it's a crazy golf? idea. That place is there. None of this shit even connects. Like, it's cracked, the concrete's cracked, the carpet's all I, fucked actually, up. I, I haven't been in a while. It's so. all shit. That whole place is They're crap. Not, they recently redid a lot of it. It doesn't make any so. sense. You, like, you knock your ball into some hole. So you're telling me you want to go mini-golfing, Joel. <laughs> that place. Are you guys going to go mini-golfing with uh, Joel and I? <laughs> no, I'll pass. I think we're Thank all going to go. Okay. See, I, I, I can't like, dedicate the time because I would be like, I get a phone call. I'd be like, I got to go. I just quit mini-golfing. When's the last time you were mini-golfing? Oh, man. I probably haven't been mini-golfing in at least, like, 20 years. Because it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's because Gus, you can be our DPS. There'll be no problem. If you leave. We can bring in another one. It'll be good. <laughs> you know what's cool? You know what's cool? Hey. You know what's cool? Batting cages. Fuck yeah. Dude, batting we cages batting cool. cage. Mini-golf sucks. Batting cages is cool. But it's funny. We went to batting cages. Yeah. And, they, and, and it was like, all right. Suck. I was like, Jack, fuck mini-golfing batting cages. Like, okay, we went to a place... Somehow that place found a way to make batting cages suck. <laughs> Although we found the broken one, I don't want to play for free. So like, that, was, that was nice. Where, where everything's where broken. Did you, go to a batting cage? Austin, you have to wear a helmet on your groin. Right. There's kids running around. They're wearing helmets on their groin. We, like, we had a cracked metal bat. Cracked <laughs> metal bat. Yeah, they're like, well, we only have this one bat. It's aluminum and it has a crack going down the middle <laughs> every it, single did time. It hurt? Oh, oh Jesus! You hit that. You hit the fucking baseball with that bat. And it was like you chomped into like tin foil. Yeah. It's like your 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 hands were tongs. Is there a batting? Cage around here anywhere? That's the only one I know of. The one you yeah. talked about in around. There, there was one. I don't know. I'm thinking of something else. There used to be one over there by the Omni, like right here in like, but kind of close to our office. Oh, but yeah. that oh. got torn down like 15 years ago. No, you're that's that was uh, Celebration Station. Yeah, God, that was old, man. Yeah. I, I had to think I had a Cele- friend's birthday party there. Celebration or Station. Yeah, that's the last one I knew. That was like 15 years. Are there ago. any go karts in Austin aside from Park and Pizza? That's there used to be the one by the airport. The, the one literally. Hey, why, why don't you ask a 12 year old? You would know. Like I realized that the other day, what like uh, like two week a week and a half two weeks ago, I realized that I passed my 14th anniversary of living in Austin. Wow, how fucking sad! <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy, man. I've been here for so fucking long now. Like I was born here, then I moved away when I was young, and I moved back 14 years ago. And I fucking never left. Uh, you wanna, you wanna uh, get when, shots? What, 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 yeah. Let's go get some shots. You guys are buying. All right, let's do it.